You are listening to Wolfnet Radio, the show that makes you want to head on down to the hangar late at night, spend a few hours spit-polishing those last few gauze slugs before midnight chow. I will be your host tonight, Matthew Bloodbath Barons. Tonight, we have a great show. We have a couple guests. But start off, we're going to get with our co-hosts. Introducing, as always, Andrew. I calls him as I see it, the Minnow Crow. Good evening, guys. Aaron... A prehistoric animal that goes right after it, the Coach Krull. Good evening, guys. Thomas, I made another list. Silent Sea Raven Kruger. Just a couple. <laughs> Just a tip. Just a Say tip. it! <laughs> Good evening, guys. Yeah! <laughs> and Luke, I am the lore! Charles Gideon Dirks. Good evening, guys. <laughs> we finally all got it. <laughs> that's all you get for a hundred dollars. That's what that's what you get for a hundred bucks. That's what you get. All right. Tonight we got some awesome guests. Tonight we have Tex, the D list YouTuber. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I am aspirational to uh D list and aspiring to media. I bet you could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. I've tried, but them bitches won't buy shit. Are we allowed to curse? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Only a yes, little we bit. Are. Repeatal. Usually not within the first five minutes, but you know, it's you. Demonetized. <laughs> we also have another guest on the show tonight, Seth White Fox, Intel Extraordinaire. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. White Fox. Whoop whoop. All right, gentlemen. Tex, how did you get into Battletech? Oh, man. Origin yep, start story. from the beginning. I know it's Just like jumping decades. Right in. Origin story. Just be like, yeah, my parents were killed tragically in a back alley. <laughs> um, no, um, I was an awkward kid growing up in Texas. And uh, I, I, like many awkward kids, I didn't have many friends and my parents were like why don't you go get a hobby that involves outdoors and i said sure i rode my bike down to where i could find a gathering of the nerd and i noticed nerds. that many 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 neckbeards or grognards as we call them now were congregating at the end of the strip mall and i said they've probably either got some really choice drugs or they know where the fun is and I walked in, and they were waiting in line to buy Battletech pennies because, as you may recall, during certain periods of uh, the 90s, those were difficult to come by. And I said, what, what the hell are these things? And this guy, who looked like something out of a Sears and Roebuck catalog, I mean, <laughs> pinstripe suit and everything else, and he's like, what, son? You never heard of Battletech? <laughs> and 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 he he starts educating my ignorant ass on the spot, and he's just like nail gunning me facts, and my young brain was terrified, but I was impressed, and it drew me into its endless grass, and I've been lurking there ever since. Uh, I used to play a lot of the BattleTech ponds. Um, you gotta love BattleTech to mow lawns in Texas heat. Uh, which I did for allowance money because uh, my dad believed in Tanstoffel. There ain't no such thing as a free lunch. And uh, he's like, oh, you want it? Well, your hand fit that mower, you know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
pull yeah. your hands in that, that one out of another bag. Yeah, so I mowed lawns all up and down the block for everybody so I could go uh, shitpost and uh, beat up like 30-year-olds who were like, this isn't technically war-friendly. And I'm like, I'm 14 and you can suck it. I didn't sound like that back then, <laughs> but I did in my head. And Battletech emboldened me. It made me feel like there was a cooler universe that I could belong to. And it had beautiful lore. It wasn't just this guy hates that guy because this guy's good and that guy's evil. You would find, well, these people went to war, but there was a resource shortage. And it was technically three generations ago where the initial war started. But that was actually a proxy war set up by this third party. And I was like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, daddy likes. <laughs> that sounds uh, an educational. Hey, bar, you want a marauder? I got one right here. <laughs> that, yeah, I, I three for what, one deal. You know, what's what's crazy is when I was a kid, I couldn't afford these minis. They were expensive back then, and the community then, the community then. And these weren't rich people, but the community then wanted people to play. So they were like, here, I got an extra urban mech. Here, I got an extra, you know, warhammer. <laughs> oh, man, they didn't want you to play. They oh, wanted so someone to kill. <laughs> that's, that's why I drive an urban mech when I rarely do play mech where you're online. Because it reminds me of I got lucky in one game with an urban mech. And it, the urban mech is the little mech that could. But instead of the little mech that could, it's the little mech that can war crime. And I mean, <laughs> when, you, when you wipe the face off of somebody with an urban mech, the face they make is the closest you're ever going to see to someone in the electric chair when they throw the switch. It is the <laughs> most face of shock, pain, and horror. And I will always treasure that. <laughs> Vengeance is mine. Oh, man. Sometimes the smallest of us have the greatest destiny. <laughs> Beat that, Seth. <laughs> man, I don't know if I can follow that. You can. We're all into Battletech. We're a brotherhood. Well, it's true. Uh, no, I think... So my very first introduction to Battletech was actually through Crescent Hawk's Revenge Ooh. Uh, in 1990. My mom ran a business out of our garage and we had three computers in 1990 and you know, we definitely did not copy it onto multiple discs and put it on all three computers. Uh, they were called floppy discs. I was just so going to say, you mean floppies. <laughs> Absolutely. When they were really floppy. And it took dollars uh, to download. Yes, yeah, did download. Yes, um, but you know, so me and two of my friends, one of them was was older. Uh, we would sit and play, and then um, probably he probably gave us like a month to get used to that. And then he was like, "Hey, look, there's little little statues of of these these mechs that you've been playing on the computer with." And so then we would actually go uh, on the weekends up to um, my church and pull out like big you know eight foot tables and spread like nice. 10 maps out on them and and play for you know a good six to eight hours so would so you play, did you get into firing range? Three on three? do what i'll go first would you play to the wee hours <laughs> yes yes if you had I was, 
If you had multiple so, eight foot tables, did you finally get into firing range after after six to eight uh, hours? You know, you know. <laughs> Stay on target. We, we would have multiple games going at once. We had oh, we had about, okay. There yeah, you go. we had like five or six five or six people that would come play. So but uh, but well, it was eight hours. Battle Tech third edition, I think. So I started yeah. off good, good times. Nice. Dirk's how late did we play? Oh, um, forever. 24, 24, 24 hour. Yeah. We did, we did 24 uh, lance on lance on lance. Yeah. yeah it was, it was eight, eight hours before we shot. Stupid. So that was horrible. <laughs> For people who needed something to do. Just like parents. Here, That's get right. into magic. Get into Battletech. Don't <laughs> yeah. do drugs. Get Don't out of drugs. the house. Do the yeah. cardboard drugs. It, it kind of did keep us out of alcohol and drugs. I mean, we had our own oh, yeah. dad, and we, we played Battletech and shit. Didn't have money to do anything else. You know, you could use the excuse, look, Mom, I'm doing math. Uh, <laughs> I'm adding up things. I'm using my painting them. skills, some crafts. <laughs> I injured I'm and genetically dispossessed into alcohol. So <laughs> adding that to Battletech was just even more fun. Moving on to question two. What is your favorite mech there, Tex? The AWS 8Q Awesome, the barn door of mayhem. When you pull out that toasty boy and you look at your opponent, whether they be Curita or Capellan or whatever, and you look him in his eye and you take that drag on your cigar and you say, all aboard the mayhem train. And then you roll bad and it blows up. It's, it's one of those moments where that mech is nothing but hubris, and you know shit's going to happen. It may not be great shit, but it's going to happen. That is my favorite all-round mech. And even in the simulator games, the awesome is great because PPCs are, well, delicious. And if one goes down, you got an extra one. Yeah. You're like, well, which of these weapons? All of them. <laughs> All of them. All of them. Good thing I'm naked in my cockpit. Uh, yeah, that's why the seats are non-stick, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Steph, give us your favorite Mac. Uh, well, my my favorite mech is is, you know, an assault mech that tries to pretend to be a much lighter mech, uh, which would be the Executioner, because it likes to run fast and and jump, you know, jump as well. It's just it's just versatile. <laughs> Um, and you know, it's, it's great for death from above. So I can't wait to get the uh, Kickstarter new sculpt because it seems like there's a little bit of a chin for either a yeah. goatee or a sticking out tongue. And I want to paint the shit out of it. Oh, it, yeah. looks, it looks good. I can't wait. I didn't I, even think of that when I saw Ryan, the double chin. When Ryan Peterson painted his uh, ghost bear executioner of the new sculpt, I was just like, <gasps> Yeah, put a, put a big good. put a big kiss tongue on it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, the new sculpt looks great. It's not as top heavy as the old one. I feel like you got to paint Jean on the side of it then too. <laughs> Jean leather pants. <laughs> Jean leather pants. That should have been your. That should have been your uh, Kickstarter guy's name. My name is Jean Leather Pants. Hold on, we'll get to them. At two. I know, I know, I'm jumping ahead, but I, it was opportune moment. You're gonna love it, anyways. Moving along, 
What is your favorite faction, Tex? Uh, I'm a mercenary. I will fight for any country and die for good pay. Um, but when it comes down to stupid madness for no reason, it's Steiner. It's why I've done all those uh, Steiner Scout Squad jokes. Um, just where you have a unit where it's like, sir, they all died. Excellent. Excellent. Send in more. <laughs> Don't truck the enemy with garbage. I have a parade at four. You know, you don't hear a lot of Steiner fanatics out Not there. Not anymore, no. Um, there was a guy at my old game store who had a uh, Prussian mustache and a Prussian helmet. He had a pickle haube, and uh, he played Steiner. And uh, that was uh, pretty He didn't play Steiner. He was Steiner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe the Texas sun cooked his head, but he played a hell of a game. <laughs> Did it have dents in it where he would repeatedly beat himself occasionally? He he his mom dropped him off in a Nissan Sunny and I uh yeah, I didn't ask questions. He grew a hell of a mustache for sixteen. So I said, you know what? You're cool by me. As long nice. as he kept snorting pixie sticks, right? Absolutely. <laughs> gotta maintain your edge somehow, buddy. Seth, you got a faction favorite? Uh yes, it would definitely be uh, the greatest of clans, Ghost Bear. Um, yes. Did Matt suck up. pay you? Suck did, up. Uh, <laughs> did Bloodbath pay you? He did not. He did not. <laughs> no, because my, if he did, that would make you a mercenary. Oh. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and all but the money no. is going towards this podcast anyways to pay for it. <laughs> it better. Yeah, but, but I, so, so I'll give you my my call sign, White, White Fox, um, was my one of my very first uh, pilots for my, you know, ghost bear mechs that I had back in the day, uh, because having read some of the novels, I liked Hans Davion, the Fox. Um, but you know, I was the clan equivalent of that. So, Oh, I like it. It's a white Fox. That's pretty I like cool, it a man. lot. Yeah. So Now, where do you see the future of Battletech going Tex? Well, I have some thoughts on that. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, Man, pulling out the big stops. Yeah, Pull that like, one off in a couple of sentences. He's like, well, here I am ruining this guy's whole career. And three and two and fire. Um, Great. We paid for the premium, boys. We could record all night long. Uh, <laughs> no, you could, you could be specific in just the gaming. Uh, you don't have to elude to any of the lore. You're going to, you know. All right. Later. What? No, it's it's just one of those moments where it's like uh, visible emote sweats in Nixon. Um, <laughs> I uh, I I wonder what the future brings. I'm hopeful what the future brings because BattleTech has been on the ropes a lot. Um, where one company takes over and they're like, "Hey, you know what would be really fun is if we killed everyone with nukes." And you go, "Um, that's the opposite of what I wanted." And they're like, "Okay, but okay, that was bad. But what if we moved it 50 years in the future and it's medieval?" And you're like, "Uh, again, um, what the hell are you what? smoking? I want some." And in you realize the BattleTech community is the greatest part about BattleTech because they teach new players, they reach out to new players. They love the lore. And when someone comes into Battletech and they say, I know nothing, the Battletech community reaches its hand out and says, come on in, brother. Let's, let's show you how this is. And then they teach you about their faction. And 
what's great about the Battletech community is you get everyone in a room and everyone talks shit about each other's factions. They're just like, <laughs> oh, Capellan dogs, oh, Curita, you're honor-bound bastards. And, you know, everyone has their thing. And, oh, clanners, get out. No, I'm in the periphery. And it's great because it doesn't get out of that. Everyone loves the game. Everyone has these fictional fake hatreds, but they still draw in together. And the community is so strong right now. It's on this beautiful resurgence because that Kickstarter, they thought they were going to raise $100,000. And they rang their bell for a million. What? And in, in uh, the look on their podcast after that, or their uh, visual, audio-visual podcast, their stream after that, I, 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 almost, said, I almost said mimeograph. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long day. So the, the thing is, is you see their face after that, and it's that face that George W. Bush made where it's like catastrophic success, <laughs> where, it, where it's like mission accomplished. And they, oh. <laughs> they were surprised by it. And it shows how strong this community is because even though it was in the ashes, it still had that glowing, burning ember. And that's what excites me for the future of Battletech. I don't care what the future brings as long as the game continues to be held by the community. And as long as the community continues to educate new people, bring them into the game, and equip them to love it for the reasons we love it, it's going to be around forever. And I'm hopeful for that. I'm going to chime in just on that because i was talking to uncle mark very Tippet. Lovable, Tippet. Yep, old mark mark Tippett. Old crusty um, he was talking to me today and he's like he's like you know i got a lot of stories of uh past BattleTech games that i played that i wrote down i was like post them on wolfnet buddy's like are you sure i'm like we love that shit yeah <laughs> and we got to talking about BattleTech, and i'm like oh there's i think there's a lot of le- a lot of life left in this old girl and yeah. uh he's like thank god He's he's one of the OGs. He was he bought the first like battle droid set. Oh yeah. And so, the thing is is if you look at 40k, people get into 40k and they leave 40k because they're like, well, this is great. And then Codex Creep eats everything they enjoy out of it. And someone like uh, I don't know, Matt Ward comes along and it goes, What if we make a guy with big apologies and we sit and we're like, Oh god, get out! And <laughs> they they ruin it. And those people leave, and a new generation comes in, the wider audience comes in to replace it. In Battle Tank, you can still go, oh, I've been playing with that guy since the 80s. I recognize that guy from the first Gen Con. The people <laughs> who came in as kids are now running the show. And that yep. shows great hope for the future. So one question, a follow-up with that then is, is in, in I, I wholeheartedly agree with you that one of the appealing things of Battletech is a person that played battle droids or, you know, first edition back in the eighties can relatively pick up and, and start going again. Um, you know, they'll have to figure out weapons and that kind of stuff a little bit because of tech creep. But um, what are your thoughts on the current rule set, be it classic or alpha strike and how does it fit into um, today's gaming world? Well, I know what you're getting at. And that's because today's gaming world, like if you take a game that's not that old, like um, Flames of War, Flames of War is not that old. Flames of War is really quick. Flames of War is, I have no idea what I'm doing. Look at all these little guys with, with sticks. And then like within 10 minutes, you're like, I'm Bayonet charging your tanks. You know, you, you get into it and it's, it's really quick. It's, it's fast and stupid. And you look at Battletech where it's like, hold on, I'm going to kill you. Roll six dice. 
all right, where did I hit? Roll six dice. Okay, what did it do? Roll six dice. And you're like, this game was made by Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. What the fuck? Don't Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> and, and you're losing your mind because you want to see something blow up. And it takes so long, you start screaming internally. But in, it's a product of an 80s gaming system. Do I think the rules could be tweaked a little bit to make it a little faster? Sure, sure. But it doesn't detract from how great it is. Now, I think that Alpha Strike is a good idea to get people in. I still like Battletech OG rules because it's, there's, the crazy stuff happens where you're like, I knocked that guy's arm off and then someone else can pick that arm up and beat someone to death with it. Or you can, you can have a ammunition explosion that touches off another mech's ammunition explosion. And it takes out a whole line of mechs or you can have that, that urban mech like I had raise his AC 10 and make that delicate one shot that just pours a clanner and you laugh so hard he cries. And I do feel bad about that, but the thing <laughs> you is, don't, no, don't, you don't lie. You don't. No, no, I don't. But the, the, the thing is, it's it's a game where it's complex because the machines are complex and the rules are complex and it has depth and that draws you into it. Could they knock some edges off? Yes. But it's still got a lot of life. Left. I think Battletech as a universe too uh, has just... Other than like Star Wars, I haven't seen another universe be as successful on the tabletop and in video games. Um, Even with know, all the lore and the yeah, with, with the novels and all sorts of stuff, you know, I mean, like the, those were the two two universes that I followed growing up was BattleTech and Star Wars, and you know, like I I. I did exactly what tech said. You know, I played a little bit of 40 K I jumped in, I played for like a year and then I, I jumped out. Right. But yeah. battle tech, you keep coming back to And then again, I, I find it hard to find a person who has not heard of battle tech. Or when you say, have you heard of battle tech? And they're like, Oh no, I haven't heard of that. And you go, Oh, have you heard of mech warrior? And like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, exactly. So like they, everyone that as a, has been a gamer for a while typically has had some sort of experience with the universe. Um, and so I think moving forward, I think it's fantastic that we are having this resurgence, like the harebrained schemes, Battletech game, uh, the Kickstarter, the, the new box sets, all of that stuff is for me been fantastic because then I can introduce it to my kids in a new way where, as opposed to me pulling out something that's dusty and old, um, you know, it's like new product coming off the yeah. shelf. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be I'm fun. Experiencing that with them. Pull out my old mechs and then have my kids play the new Kickstarter mechs. I'm like, ah, this is how the old man used to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Hello, you should show them, show them how people used to play. Be like, all right, this Dr. Pepper is, is, is an imp. And, <laughs> and just, just believe me, bro. <laughs> it's already got the hex on it. <laughs> it's a hex hex based salt shaker. <laughs> so as uh, as longtime players, this is a question that I get a lot as an agent, and we get a lot on Wolfnet. I, I think we've got you know you know I say it every podcast. We have probably one of the most welcoming BattleTech communities. Um, question that's often asked is is I got this box set. 
I got this. What do I do next? And it, it's that's always such a hard question for me because I started playing BattleTech because of the lore. I, I I read for the first two years, and I never I never even bought a mech or rolled dice. I just I just read. I got sucked into the world and consumed everything that I could. So for me, you know, it's <laughs> how do you direct a person to consume the tomes that is BattleTech and not burn them out? Wow. Um, yeah, well, watch I tech know, talks. <laughs> I, I know what That's my right. response was, which was I had a friend of mine, and, and I know what you mean by getting sucked into lore because I, the last Battletech game I played was with Rob at Gamers Haven in Colorado Springs, and uh, he beat send him the, sandwiches. You send, send him, him sandwiches. sandwiches. Um, and double meat, double cheese. Send yes. him a bunker buster. Exactly. And Triple F Burger by the Steiner <laughs> Arena. Um, By the way, he spends 30 minutes on the toilet minimum. That's yeah. Rob at Gamers Haven. Rob at Gamers Haven. But Send no, I, Rob is an old friend of mine, and I I had uh, had to move across the country, and I did not, I had to get rid of a lot of stuff, including a lot of battle techies. And Who said I, Yeah, it was pretty sad. I, I had to get rid of a lot of stuff. Just one of those I yeah, I, I shed a whole bucket full, and then I <laughs> disposed of it legally, um, which requires burning. But um, the the thing is, is that I was like, God, I haven't played BattleTech in a while, and I went back, and Rob's like, I got the new box set, and it was like old times. We had to, of course, sit there with the rule book and double check our memories, you know? Right. Because when you play BattleTech after not playing it for ten years, the mental check engine light comes on. <laughs> And, <laughs> oh my god that's the that's best the, way to put it that the that right great. leg or the left leg you're, uh, you're sitting there like uh does this add up to 11 uh because it's it's math by brute force and you're like the, this is this is what irs mainframe computers feel like mental <laughs> check light engine yeah and but it comes back so quickly yeah and, and so within two hours we were actually beating the shit out of each other and it was fun you can't um, walk backwards uphill what the hell yeah and, and you start arguing over the lore and you argue over the things and you get back to get it's like getting on a bike without the falling down um and you tell him can i buy my stuff back yeah <laughs> and can and i buy get, my stuff back? <laughs> no i didn't sell it to him i i sold it to another friend of mine but um i oh god uh, he's got a hell of a collection though but um, when it comes to lore, lore is what I love about Battletech the most, about everything, because it's a universe that has depth, layers and layers. Of fear. Like I said, where 40k is like, I'm Jimmy McLarge huge, and I have pauldrons and a sword, and I will defeat you, the evil sorcerer. And you're like, okay, this is like 8th grade writing. Then you get into Battletech, and it's this insane geopolitics. So I was in an argument that was not sober at all between several <laughs> Those are the best ones. Yeah. And, 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 and this one guy said, 40 K is the deepest lore out there. And I said, you are so full of shit. And I, I got really mad and he said, okay, prove it. It's so, uh, many feature length documentaries later, uh, he has admitted he was wrong. And that <laughs> yes, is got him. <laughs> so, that is the limit to which I will go to prove someone wrong. And that shows exactly how fragile I am. 
<laughs> and and the, how petty I am. Is that the reason we have text talks now? <laughs> it's one of them. Um, I had that's I had, a grudge, man. That is yeah. a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> it's going in the book of grudges. Um, but no, I, it wasn't the only reason. But it was it was that final push. It was that final final push of like you know what I'm I'm gonna. I'm gonna wreck this man, and I did. Me off. I'm gonna buy all and this. I did. Well, and going off that, like, uh, I feel like especially the people that are big into lore uh, develop pet peeves when it comes to conceptions and stuff like that. Like, one of mine is the word fluff. Yes. Like when when somebody says, "Oh, it's in the fluff," I'm like, "No, that's that's the way no. it is." No, no, 40k has fluff. 40k has yeah. fluff. Battletech has meat. <laughs> beef. We like to call it beef here. <laughs> so, 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 other than the word fluff, you guys have any uh, pet peeves? Yeah, cleaners. <laughs> pet peeves. Um, I have Wait, one. Aaron, you're, you're thinking hard. What is your pet peeve? I'll pass for right now. I gotta think of it. I I have one. I have two severe pet peeves. I should say. Um, <laughs> and 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 I would really like to let someone else go first because oh, I can. I got it. I have a I track history. Of you want me to go first? Now. I got mine. Yeah. <laughs> Come through the screen. <clears throat> Mines are munchkins. Yeah. Munchkins. Absolutely. I'm with you on Munch that. Munchkins is probably my, my biggest pet peeve. In um, The second one is... Um, okay, for, people, for the people, listeners who don't people, know what a munchkin is, what is a munchkin? Power munchkin, gamers. Munchkin is an individual... Well, let's, Battletech is, is fantastic in that it is so customizable, right? I mean, we have construction rules to be able to build basically anything under the sun. And what a lot of folks will do is, is they'll take a chassis and completely optimize the hell out of it so that it is this Uber mech that it just, it, it breaks the system, right? And a lot of individuals that, that play on that end of the spectrum also are of the mind that if you won't let me bring my super Uber toy that lets me do all of the things and then kiss your mama at the same time, they don't want to play. And, you know, to me, part of the game is figuring out how to make these subpar units work. Yeah. I mean, that, that's part of the challenge of the game. And they take that part out of it because they either don't want to work at it, they don't understand it, or I just want to win at all costs. And that's really hard for me as as a person who enjoys competition, who enjoys I, I, I enjoy losing as much as I do winning, as long as it's a fair and open open fight. Um, sometimes your dice are hot, sometimes they're not, and that's just the way it is. That that's my two pet peeves: munchkins and people who will not play outside of their comfort zone. I'm a clanner, and I only play clan. Well. Uh, Sorry, you're missing out on the best best aspect of the game. Um, that's those are my two. 
there. I went first. Well said. Well said. Mine's really easy and short. And it's, <laughs> and it's, it's wow, it's that was that was fast. Thank you for sharing, Eric. <laughs> no, it's, it's like gonna, D-list it involves, YouTubers. <laughs> it involves at least two people here tonight. <laughs> uh oh, it's it's when they when people roll each weapon individually with two d six. I'm like, I know you're firing all of this. Just like these dice are LRMs, these dice are ER medium lasers, and this is my PPC. Just roll it, baby. <laughs> Matt and Tommy do that. They're like LRMs one, <laughs> and, then, and go again, and go again. It's not like a huge pet peeve. Like I don't really care about it, but it's like one of those. I was always taught to like just okay because I have color coded dice. Color co- now Matt has a problem because Matt has like certain shades of blue, gray, and and uh, white. <laughs> they all look the same. So he can't do it. <laughs> and Tommy has like three distinct Draconis Combine dice. So he can't do it. <laughs> and I understand that. But uh, that's my pet peeve is like when they just roll every like machine gun one. Got it. Machine gun two. Got it. <laughs> Boss, Matt, Tommy, under. <laughs> I have kids. I already have, I have kids. <laughs> But that's a pretty minuscule. I don't really have a lot of pet peeves. I'm there to just kind of drink beer and have fun. So, yeah. Is it but I will be. say, t- Matt does roll better when he does them individually, which is probably the main drive of my pet peeve. Because he's like, oh, there's a nine. There's a nine. There's a nine. And I roll all of mine together. It's like, oh, look at all those fours and fives. There's another four. Oh, there's a two. That's awesome. <laughs> If you add all five of those dice together, you get that nine. You yeah, you add all of them together. I got one of his rolls. Charles, yeah. What's your pet peeve? Oh, well, uh, I mean, the first one is the word fluff. Um, the second one, <laughs> he started is, the uh, whole thing. <laughs> he had more to say. Back up. He had more to say. The second one, I would say, is um, I, I see this around. Uh, uh, the interwebs, but uh, when people will say stuff like, uh, well, and, and Tex, you can probably speak to this. You've probably done more research on this guy than anybody, but uh, when people say Kerensky was a coward, I'm just like, <laughs> do you not, like, have you read any of that? Yeah, I guess that makes me go next. All right, so here's, <laughs> here's the issue. Here's the issue. Like, you can, like, I dislike, I dislike a lot of things because I am um, what they call an asshole, and that makes me disagreeable. Hey! Yeah, you know, I'm I'm glad I'm in fellow company, gentlemen. Um, <laughs> exactly. But the, the thing, <laughs> but the, the thing is, the thing is, is that I love looking at all sides of something and then making my individual decisions. So I talk about Kerensky, for example, and I say Kerensky was this man who moved from failure to failure to failure to failure, and he never lost enthusiasm and never gave up. That's what I call a hero. That is a heroic character. When someone has all of these tragedies unfold, they weren't wise enough, they weren't smart enough, they weren't brave enough, and yet they endure and they do the best they can. And then there's someone in the comments like, me no like, 
and <laughs> and I I just go, I I really really wish I could I could just scold you, but I can't. It's the internet, and the internet doesn't bold that sort of shit post thing. So if it's a shit post, it's very effective against me. Um. But the other thing that really drives me nuts is when people read and highlight in books only shit they like. So, like, if when you talk about the history of the Klan, when I'm doing this history of the Klan's, I go to the source. I go to Blaine Pardo. I read all these books. And I go, okay, you have a guy who founds the Klan's who has a bit of brain damage, and, and he takes his father's mantle, and he wears it, and he goes, all right. I'm going to interpret my father's will as dreams, man. And he does this whole Jim Jones thing and he creates this quasi crazy military culture that once he dies, changes into something else. It becomes something else and it goes in its own weird way because that's what happens with monolithic power blocks and leadership. You have a unifying leader, they die and things move on. And I explain this because this is in the lore. This is what I found in the lore and these are the facts. And I have people who go, no, I disagree. The clans are the greatest, most honorable people who ever lived. And they drink honor and they piss victory and they will unify it. And I'm like, I hope this is in character. Because if, if I'm citing all these sources and I go, the number eight is made of eight ones. And someone goes, or is it? I, I, ha I have a moment there where I'm wondering if we exist on the same plane of truth. Or have I slipped into some terrible parallel universe where we count in base eight, which is like base ten if you're missing two fingers? That's that's a pretty deep uh, pet peeve. It's <laughs> it's very specific and insane. That's why I wanted to go last. <laughs> well, well, you're not. You're, <laughs> you're not last. You're not last. No, Seth, pet peeve. Um, man, I don't know. I'm, I'm fairly easygoing. Um, I think probably would mine would be when people who, uh, people who are kind of dismiss Battletech as like, you know, like a, as a, as a rich, you know, lore and, uh, universe and then you're like, well, no, actually, it's been around for 35 plus years. And they're like, what? You know? <laughs> uh, and like, yes, yes, it is. Uh, so you know, but but again, it's I don't necessarily get upset about that. I just I kind of enjoy dropping that that knowledge bomb and educating them that it's they're wrong. So, um, so like I said, not not a pet peeve per se, but uh, but definitely something that uh, I, I enjoy correcting. So. Nice. That's a good one. What do you usually do to correct that? Besides like 35 years? Show them Sarna.net. He carries a, a giant list. tote. Uh, it's true. It's true. You know, I just we'll pull it out. Bring it to The stack of books be taller right. than you. He, he right. just starts talking like Alex Jones. Like, listen to the truth. <laughs> he just doesn't even do it. He just drops the duffel bag of novels. He's like, what? <laughs> right. there you go. Uh, yeah, no, you know, just I talk about that or, and also how they they also, like I said, a lot of those people, they may have heard of Battletech, but then they also haven't. They don't make the connection between Battletech and MechWarrior a lot of times. And so they're like, oh, wait, I played that game. And then they 
they tend to realize, oh yeah, that was, you know, I enjoyed that game. There was, there was a lot of story to it, you know, kind of thing. So, um, you know, that, and then if I have to, you know, show them the <laughs> numerous volumes of novels, um, which, you know, as a, as a kid in Oklahoma growing up, we would always go to, um, the library sale of books that they, they didn't use every year. And I would, uh, search endlessly for Battletech novels. And so I, I've had quite a collection, uh, of those for a while. So can you find some nice. pretty good gems out there? Yes, you Absolutely. can. Absolutely. Charles found a yeah. few. Unless it's far country. We don't talk about that. Like, Nope, doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. That would, be, that, would be, that would be like one example of fluff, though. So. Oh, there you go. All right, I well might agree done. with that one. Well done. Yeah, there no, might be some Battletech fluff. There's also Battletech on the island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> Tommy. All right, so I, being the one guy in this whole group that doesn't follow lore. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. Yep, yep. Shocker. I'm the, one, I'm the one guy. I want to crawl under the bed now. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so so I don't have pet peeves of, oh, your clan is a piece of shit. Oh, why did you pick Jade Falcon and Karita? I don't know. They looked cool. And that's fair. That's, that's I really take it funny. back. My pet peeve is Tommy. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. I, I Literally, that. Wolf and and Wolf and Wolf's dragoons, and he picks Falcon and Curita. Yep. <laughs> Why everyone hate me? Why does everybody? Oh wait. Why don't you like? Wait, you don't like green You'll pigeons? What? We'll have a battle. All right. So, I, we will. We will. So I I, I don't. I can't say anything about people who say bad things against lore because I don't follow lore as much as or any as the rest. But the pet peeve I have, and if anybody could call it out, is the don't be a dick episode of micromanaging a game on the other side of the table uh, or a guy on the other side of the table that wants to micromanage your game. Oh, you got 21 heat. No shit. I got 21 <laughs> heat. I'm about to roll my dice. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Alex. Sure I can. Uh, explode. I swear every episode comes back to don't be a dick. Yeah. Don't well, be a dick. We actually have here. But it, <laughs> the, the we problem actually had a request um, more of don't be a dick rules lawyering as a segment. Is that your pet peeve? No. Oh. What's your pet peeve? I'll come back to that. <laughs> D-list yeah. Oh, yes! No, I know what it is! I know what it is. It's, it's right, right there. there. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, can it be, though? No. <laughs> that bad. We could start the fat jokes now. Uh, oh no, we've already started the fat joke. That was even before he came on. That was he just, just that was wasn't here. Oh, fuck you guys. Sorry. <laughs> Never mind. It might be oh, I don't even know where that is in the timestamp, so I'm not even gonna try to find it. I would I would have to say if I did have a pet peeve, it would be even gaming and in general is just 
selfishness and impatient with others. Yeah, that's a big one. If people don't, I mean, everybody gets kind of frustrated occasionally, but take a big breath, put your big boy pants on. And even, even, even occasionally I have that voice, but that, that vice, but I try and have patience and I try and think of others before myself. And when it doesn't, then it's just like a little spidey sense of like, dick. So Matt, a question, a question then, if, if you're in a situation where alpha strike tournament, we, we have a rule on slow play. When do you call that? Right. I mean, if you've got a person that's going out of their way true to fuck up the game when do you call it do whenever call it? whenever the opponent feels they're being oppressed by slow play they have the right to call a judge over okay and then it's the judge's decision yeah and as an experience with this probably more than anyone here with that's slow true. play um, <laughs> it it no it like yeah. yeah like Matt says it's when your spidey sense goes off and you're like something's not right here like everyone's got a little bit of a gaming spidey sense you can get that you're like something like that's a pretty obvious move or that's a pretty obvious but he's like taking that extra minute to do it and that's that's where the competitive gaming comes into it's like you you just have to you just have to be like dude i'm gonna call a judge over for slow play like do i want to fire the pbc or not i can tell you on the other end the guy probably doesn't know it because he's he's in the moment he's thinking of it and when you say that he goes oh shit how long have i been taking yeah like he probably doesn't even know that he's taking five minutes on one mac right so the minute you say that, it just reiterates to him, like, okay, yeah, no, no, that's cool. You can call the judge over. I'm, I'm sorry, this and that. Ninety nine percent of the time, that's how it goes. But like the other one percent, when he starts going, he's like, oh, whoa, and he starts doing that, then you know he's trying to slow play you. And that's why it's in the rules because of that one percent. Where if he's going to throw a fit, you know he's trying to slow play you. And he's going to be on the next uh, WNRP episode of Don't Be a Dick. Oh, yeah. Don't. <laughs> Don't get called on slow play. <laughs> well, you can, get, like, you can get called on slow play being in the moment. Don't be the asshole doing it on purpose. Right. That's that's the biggest thing is intent. I mean, if you Don't. can establish intent. Don't like get the me, actual I, warning point. I mean, personally, I am a slower player because sometimes I suck at math or sometimes I'm trying to think of – a third pincer maneuver or just trying to figure out how the hell can I get over two level threes and yeah. Sure. Some people, Again, some people get lost in the options. It's a downward spiral. And you don't even have to call a judge. You just feel like, Hey dude, can you, yeah. can you like hurry it up? You know, or, or just in a nice way. It's like, like, I don't know, mean how, to rush much... you, but you're kind of taking a long time on that. Yeah. yeah. Or how much longer do you need for this move? Because I need to know. <laughs> if you're going to take another five minutes, I'm going to call a judge. If not, don't. Again, you can be a don't be a dick on the other end as well. It kind of peeves. Like there's there's been some 
there's there's like those ideas of if you get enough damage for MOV or if you get one point of an objective and then you slow play them. Yeah. That's that's motive. There's obvious points. Play. Yeah. I mean, I you look throw, at the motive and the yeah. intent. I will throw I have another one. dice at you. I have another one. People arguing line of sight. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was somebody, we, somebody we, mentioned we, that to me too. Was it Joe? We'll we, get another bear on this one. But we handle, we handle that very quickly. I mean, if it well, I always have anyway. If there's a question, you know, the the defensive guy rolls a dice, odd no, even yes, and sometimes you're going to get it, sometimes you're not. And at the end of the day, it's a war it's a war game, and it's a dice game. Randomness happens. When so you lose some, I I I, I tend to. I tend to set the precedent very, very early that we're not going to argue about this. We're going to roll and keep the game going. I just, there's no reason to sit around and argue over that. There's, no, there's no, way better it, things. There's way better things to argue about later. Yeah, and I feel like, especially now, I mean, you know, the, mostly I think back in the day we would have my friends and I would have those arguments, right? But, um, but I think, yeah, I think now it's like there's a lot of other games that have set precedents. And then I think even, I don't know if the rules state it now, but like the defender takes or, you know, chooses if it's a question of going through this hex or this hex, you know, the defender chooses. Yep. So the creation of the laser light. Brought to you by Johnson. (laughs) It's an awesome laser light, by the way. (laughs) Even then though. Right. I mean, there's still the argument of a third or two thirds or, you know, whatever the, however it reads, the the thing that bothers me the hell out of a classic, you know, is if you're a level up, it doesn't matter. You have line of sight if you're a level higher, right? If you're not right up against a hill, you don't get cover. Right. That that is beyond frustrating to me. Um, (laughs) When you start. How frustrating is it, Andrew? What's that? How frustrating is it? Let's not go down that road. <laughs> it's in the dirt. All right. Everybody want to move along? Let's, yeah. let's roll. Let's get some updates. So Charles Gideon brought up the other day. Um, he showed us some links of Kickstarter character site. How's everybody think about that? I thought it was awesome. And then I realized a couple of days later that, oh, the notes just disappeared. So everybody doesn't have to see my misspellings. That's nice. <laughs> Can I can I interject timeout real quick? Hard stop. Tex and Seth, do you have like another 20, 30 minutes? Or are you guys yeah, good? No, or I'm I'm good. I I'm okay. have had caffeine right. and I'm enjoying myself. Awesome. Does anybody does anybody need a break? Well, because I just realized I don't think we've even told people listening why Tex is here or what he does and why Seth is here and what he does. <laughs> Holy shit, you're, you're probably mysterious. right. I do my best thinking when I'm going to the bathroom, and I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yes, Eric, even, why are these gentlemen here? Besides, we haven't even discussed awesome, that. Awesome why, why is it that you're thinking of other men when you have your dick in your hand? I, okay. you know, that's it's my just, first question. Jealousy. Pops into my head. And, uh, <laughs> Whoa. Crazy. Why you, you know that's where I do my best thinking. <laughs> I'm going to go make another drink. <laughs> so we can either keep discussing oh, the, the, the wife that sold drinks. 
the thing, or we can let's let's do the I don't know. You're the host, Matt. Which way do you want to go? <laughs> Which way do I want to go? I did a little straight up the middle. Let's go ahead and talk about AAR read-throughs for the regiment. All right. I like it. And why they should be talking so, that well. I'll do the intro. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you're wondering why we have Seth White Fox uh, on tonight, um, this has all to do with the uh, Wolfnet regiment. And <laughs> Seth had the brilliant idea of, hey, can I record the after action reports from all of the regiment missions? Because if you've listened to the show, you know that the Wolfnet Regiment is a giant collection of a whole bunch of guys and girls and people. Which is currently just, 422 members. It, it's It started at a, a company and... Now, apparently, I'm told that we are starting the second regiment. Whoop, whoop. So nice. that's how large, and every individual in this regiment is an actual person who has logged their favorite mech and their call sign, and they are all about it. They're playing missions out on Mega Mech uh, in my grand scheme kill. here. And um, and we, we have them issue... Uh, uh, after action reports and Seth had the brilliant idea and it was, it is brilliant. Good luck. But uh, he's, we'll see how brilliant it is if I tackle it. He's going Get to record. He's exactly. going to read and record all of the act after action reports that are, that are brought in. For audio. So as listeners, you can all like hear uh, what's going on with the regiment and, from there, I'll let Seth take it on because I don't even know the inner workings of this. I kind of <laughs> let him have the free reign, so I'm I am well, as excited as as everyone else is. Yeah. So I mean, like, so it really it started with, um, you know, the the third battalion being the go getters. We the go getters. Sit, we tend to sit in the chat and uh, and talk about things, uh, you know late into the into the night but uh but yeah so uh kaji uh who is amazing uh he is amazing third battalion commander he's he's awesome shout out uh he and i were talking about it and i said you know like this i just had this idea like it'd be really fun i think um to to read those because it, it it gets hard to follow them uh in the discord like if you wanted to go and you wanted to see, oh, well, what did this company of this battalion do? You may have to search for a while, kind of thing. And uh, and so I just I've I've done a little bit of of podcasting and streaming before, and and so I was like, you know, it it wouldn't take very much time, uh, and and reading them wouldn't take very much time. You know, if a lance did a mission after action report shouldn't be that long. Like, you know, kind of talking about the whole intelligence, you know, after action report, it should be pretty simple and, and take you know, like five minutes. Yeah. Kind of like thing. three, three positions. Like unless you're reading yeah. group records, what was supposed <laughs> to happen? What did happen? Three right. Right. Maybe five. here's a, here's a highlight. Here's a, you know, something that negative that happens kind of thing. Uh, we move on. And so, you know, the, the, the goal at the moment, and like I said, it, it's 
you know, it's it's brilliant until I get into the weeds of trying to compile them all <laughs> and uh, clean up a little bit. You know, I'm trying not to edit too much, but uh, but some of it, you know, I'm definitely trying to simplify it so that I can limit. Um, and, and the goal. So okay, well, I'll start again to the the format that is currently being thought of is for me to have one like kind of short podcast uh, or recording for each battalion for each mission. So it would be, you know, third battalion, uh, here's, you know, three to five minutes on, on the first company, three to five minutes on the second company, three to five minutes on the third company. This is the result of the mission kind of thing. And so not only would that kind of just clean it up, but then also uh, I would just really enjoy this community so much that I was like, yeah, I just want more, more content, more to be involved with, more to listen to, because, you know, there's not really that many Battletech um, podcasts out there, you know. Um, and There's at least one. There's one, maybe a <laughs> couple others, you know, here and there. But if you were to go search um, any of them, uh, you know, there you may find uh, a dozen, but most of them, you know, I haven't been around for multiple years or something. So yeah, they haven't recorded very often. Stems from my desire to just kind of add to and have fun and have a little bit more BattleTech content for us all to consume. So nice. Well, I I mean, right up front. Go ahead, Erks. Well, I just want to apologize up front because my AARs always turn into like little novellas. That's <laughs> okay. That's okay. I love reading okay. them for sure. <laughs> I may not present it as the novella because, like, my again, I, I want to simplify it. And I thought, you know, I should probably do this kind of like, um, you know, almost like an intelligence report, right? Where it's it's objective, rather like I, I mean, like for me, I love writing the 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 fiction of it. Um, but at the same time, I don't necessarily want to have it like from my pilot's perspective of, oh, well, I was doing this and doing that. Like I said, I love doing that. And I love reading them when they're in there. And Kaji is really good at that. Um, but I thought for this, I would do a little bit shorter uh, and just kind of like objectively read it. Um, like, you know, like I said, like a like an intelligence report. And so the working title is the the WolfNet Wire kind of like uh, coming in oh, on the wire. Damn. Do, 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 so, do, 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 damn, that's a live name. from the war zone. Yeah. So, you know, so we'll Hey there, be... Mech Warriors. Tonight we're oh, going to have a love. That's such a good name. <laughs> so, so yeah. And uh, and I reached out and said, "Hey, would you guys mind if I did this?" and and they yes. were like, "Yeah, and we let's let's just include it and and put it all out there." So, well, when he and I appreciate me. that. Well, because one, because everyone is like begging us, like, oh, we need more podcasts. We we want more. We want more. We want more. And I'm like, sure, guys, real life is like, we're lucky if we it's... can do this once a month kind of a oh, thing. Oh, yeah. I totally get it. And so when Seth came up with this idea, I was like, oh, that is like, I can pump one. Like, as long as whenever he does them, I can just upload them right to the podcast site and boom, then all of a sudden you're getting all this content and all this like weekly stuff. The ability to delegate and get help with right. it is tremendous. It, it gives it people something to listen to every week instead of, you know, us once a month. Now it's, 
it turns into an actual like story content thing and because we talk yeah. about the we talk about the regiment and a lot of people are very very like obviously we're starting the freaking second regiment of a fictional unit that's supposed to be a undercover unit and it's really hard to be undercover when you're yeah, two yeah. regiments i don't know hey. it's diner scouts one <laughs> we still have to rebuild we still have to rebuild your night wolf too i'm just i'm just i mean if comstar can keep like a hundred regiments secret for you know hundreds of years i think I'm i just, think it's okay i'm hoping with this whole kickstarter thing there was enough of us that we're actually going to be a unit and then we can just Katie bar the door, just blow the thing wide open, yeah. whatever. But, um, no, it's and, just it's one more outlet to give people more yeah. content, and I I think and we're already doing the content to do doing the missions, right? And for Seth to to take this up, it's awesome. It's it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to hear the first one. Yeah, and, and I've got some stuff recorded. I just got to do some some editing on it, um, but I think what. I think what it'll do too is I think that it would create, um, I think, you know, not only is it more content for the entire community to enjoy, um, but I think it also increases the fun aspect of the regiment and the campaign because when you, you know, get on Mega Mac and you play those missions and then you maybe hear about it a couple of weeks later, um, who doesn't want to hear about you know their own exploits? Uh, you know, <laughs> <Everybody>. or failures <laughs> because as we mentioned, failures are fun. That's what makes it interesting, right? Oh, yes, they are. Good old Lieutenant Pascal you know. knows all about that. So, so I think that's going to be good. Now you know, and I and I've I've been working on a way to to maybe make it easier for people to do the after action report for those people who are are submitting them because I know sometimes. You know, it's like, well, I don't really have time, or I, I don't know what sure. to write, kind of thing. And so, I've, I've got um, something. I, I tend to have an idea and then just do it. So, you know, I may have been messing with like a Google form or something. Oh no! Submitting <laughs> AAR reports. So, getting some input input uh, on it. But yeah, I think, you know, like I said, I just think it's something to, to help it maintain the fun. Uh, yeah. and also to, and also to help keep it going. And then also, like I said, just, wow. I know as part of the community that wants more, I was like, well, I, if I want more, I guess I should just do it. Got to pony it up. <laughs> and again, I cannot thank Kaji enough that that guy's like, he's gunning for my spot. You realize that <laughs> he's, he's, gonna, he he's incredible. <clears throat> I mean, Mario already got it. <laughs> right. Exactly. See Mario. Oh, uh, we weren't supposed to mention him, were we? <laughs> well, isn't it Mario Day as well? Is it the tenth, tenth of March? Oh yeah, Joe it is. Oh, March, March 10. How March can 10. we not mention Mario on March, March the tenth? It's Mario Day. Mario ten, March day. Nice. Interim Colonel. Crush, crush, crush the Colonel Day. Crush the Colonel Day. <laughs> oh, but no, this is gonna. Oh, it's gonna be so much fun. Like. I agree, because there's so many people that are so excited about the regiment. I mean, it started out as such a little tiny thing, and it just ballooned, freaking exploded. And yeah. uh, I can't thank Kaji enough. He's like kind of taking over the the day to day operations of the yeah. roster. 
he's and he's he messaged great. me today. He's like, uh, so we have twelve more people, and they're excited to start another company. I'm like, oh no, backbone of the regiment. Oh no. So, I guess Joker Company Second Regiment is coming up soon. Uh, <laughs> So good luck to you guys. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm again. That's I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Like that is something that I will download 100% the day it's dropped because I love reading fiction, and this is fiction created by real people. Well, and yeah. that, but but I mean, really it's, cool. it's you know, it's people that we associate with, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's, it's I mean, the games that we have played where we've had people join us. It, are you kidding me? Space Vietnam, Space Vietnam, and 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 Moon Swamps. Moon I mean, Swamps. I mean, Jesus, are you kidding me? But if, it was hilarious. If, People if were we in have, tears. We were in tears. We were laughing so. If hard. we have more fun losing and laughing than playing God. the game, that is an evening of bliss. Yeah. Space Vietnam. God. I gotta. I gotta give a shout out to Gold Bishop on teaching me how to cheat at Mega Mech. <laughs> <laughs> Gold's gold's great. Oh, gold's great. Are you just gonna weld back on armor plates then? Yeah, pretty much. No, Sorry, I just go. show up with a whole new lance of mechs. <laughs> yeah. Zombie mechs. Zombie mechs. Jeez. Colonel Powers. It's Colonel Powers. <laughs> Send in the next wave. Colonel Sanders. Oh, so uh yeah, hopefully everybody listening, the the wolf Sanders. net wire. Son that's of right. a bitch, that's such a good name. Oh, that's so this good. This just uh, in, Capellan's destroyed, no one care. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No one noticed. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Oh, and our next guest, what does he do? Does he Tex, do anything? what are you here for? Uh, well, uh, moral support. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have Color no commentary. Idea. Did you say uh, oral support? Yeah, oral, oral support. support. <laughs> yeah, well, technically, You're like the bully on cube of our podcast. Thank you. I thank you. I, I'm there to add an unhealthy amount of sodium. Um, so basically, I uh, shit host and tell battle tech, and I guess that is my strength. and I have been remarkably honored. I uh, I don't know what to say because at first I was like, "All right, I'm going to get a dozen downvotes," and some guys saying, "I'm with Jurita and you're bad." I expected <laughs> that. You know, I, <laughs> you're um, not bad. I did not expect as many people to really dig in and say, "We love you" or "Keep doing this" or what. That's honestly been very, very humbling. And I, I'm going to keep doing it um, because I, I think with people who are on the fence saying, why does this universe matter? If I can show them why I care, maybe they might care. And maybe they might help keep this game going. And, and it's kind of why I do it. Um, I mean, I, I started it just as, you know, shit posting. But uh, God, it's really grown out of control. And one of the people on my Patreon said, hey, you should go check out this uh, Wolfnet radio. And I said, I have listened to it before. And they said, they would like you on this. And I said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, here I am. And thank you, gentlemen, um, for, for you. honoring me. I am, I am a delusions of mediocrity YouTuber. And 
So to, I, to, yeah. to add to your ego, <laughs> yeah. it was, I remember the day because it was all of a sudden, I, my phone kept going, ding, 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 ding. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And the internet is broken. And the Facebook group, it was a, it was a message board. It says, hey guys, Tex wants to join Wolfnet. <laughs> it was like, Okay, so he can join. Nobody knew who he was. Get him a link. Get him a link. Oh my God, we need text. Oh, (laughs) yeah. And I, I don't understand why people say that because I, I have someone who adds me, and they'll be like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Yeah." And they go, "Is, are you the the text of the text talks battle tank?" And I say, "Yeah." And they go, "Are you the real tank?" And I go, "No, I'm a wooden one." I'm a, <laughs> I'm a wooden one. And, and they I've go, got no strings on me. Yeah, and, and they don't. They don't get it because I don't consider myself famous or important, and I don't want to be. And and why people try to roll out the red carpet? I mean, I'm honored. Don't get me wrong, but I I, I still don't get it. it. Doesn't click for me. Hey, to be honest with you, I still don't understand why the hell people want to listen to us either. So, well, I mean. It means we're doing something right, you know? Like, everyone knows that dumpy guy in college that ended up just, like, slaying it with ladies or dudes, whatever they're into. <laughs> ended up slaying it. And and you're like, well, how in the fuck is this guy doing that? He's just, he's a disaster. It's confidence. It's all about confidence, that. baby. That or the BMW. Um, <laughs> the BMW. <you> know, <laughs> Didn't have the one of those. With, Aaron. <laughs> oh, digger. Oh, it, it was just funny to me that the, the reaction on the on our Facebook group page was like, oh, my God, Tex. Tex wants to be in. Get him in. <laughs> I'm like, it's, okay. I don't know how to get a hold of the guy. <laughs> yeah, and it's weird is I get like 80 messages a day where someone will go, hey, will you read my fan fiction? I'm like, okay. And then I'll read it, and I'll be like, cool. And I just write, you know, cool. Good job. Yeah, yeah that's nice. And I like that you spent the time to do this. Thank you for sharing it with me. And they're like, you've made my year. And I'm like, sweet. <laughs> um, wouldn't you rather do something like, I don't know, learn another language or nah. no. I mean, I just, I just don't get it. I'm not trying to say not, not encourage people because if people want to make cool stuff, they absolutely should. And the internet allows us to share it with all of these strangers. I mean, before tonight, we were all strangers, and we all agree that Capellans are awful. So I feel like we're family now. It's true. Agreed. It's, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, 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 and that's, yeah. I mean, Tex and Tommy can be in a virtual room together. Yeah. We're hanging out. You know, we're clinking drinks. We agree that the Capellan state is a failed example of stupidity in government. And, you know, we move on from there. We have some base truths we've established. Brave truth. And we just lost all the four Capellan listeners. No, no. They don't have <laughs> no, you didn't. Because one, they don't have free access. Out of a, th- out of a thousand, do- we're all right. We can take that yeah. margin of loss. They, they, they don't have free access to information and they can't read. So don't oh, worry about it. They'll, they'll still plan another mission to take over something. <laughs> you can't stop or can't be stopped. <laughs> we're going to oh. show up at lunch and push your chips on the it's like, funny. Oh, yeah. I'm actually reading Warrior Coup right now with uh, <laughs> Justin Chang as, as the Ministry of, you know, the, the agent or whatever at Max Liao. And 
Jesus Christ, what a... I don't know how the guy get out of bed and put his shoes on in the morning. <laughs> Jesus. What a fucking retard. <laughs> yeah. They're a state of weird people. It's like, retard. <laughs> retard. Like, He's a retard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they go, you know what I'm going to do next? And you're like, what? And they're like, I'm going to invade a planet. And you're like, no, you won't. They're like, you're right, we can't, but we're going to try. You know what's weird though is that It'd like be cool if we could. Devlin Stone now is like super worried about the Capella Federation. Yeah, well, the Capellans have had such a resurgence in thirty one forty five that they have a right to be. <laughs> I get <laughs> you, but they're, they're up, right now. When you wake up, you know, thawing out from that frozen slumber, you kind of pissed off and you worry about anything right there. Well, <laughs> well I was gone. Well, Warren Warren must have won the rubber match of something, so his so his house faction got to be the the, the king shit again. So, Can you imagine <laughs> not being in Battletech for a long time and then finally catching up in thirty one forty? Like, wait a minute, Capella Confederation <laughs> is actually good. Well, the Capellan Confederation is like we have proved the size of our army eight hundred percent, and we're like. You have eight tanks now? You have three <laughs> you have regiments now. <laughs> <laughs> We've increased our magazine capacity. Oh, man. That's good stuff. Okay. There. Now that we got that out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for bringing us back here. People know who we're talking to now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's a great introduction. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Edit. <laughs> Two hours and 19 minutes in. <laughs> Slide that over to the front. <laughs> just cut, cut, and move. <laughs> just just remove every other word. Oh, no, I'm definitely keeping where it is. Like, they have to earn their right to know who you people are. <laughs> <laughs> you have to start paying for the words. For this yeah. You have to go an hour into the show to figure out who if we're talking If you want to. your podcast in order, that's $9.99 a month. yep 99 dollars a month that's it (laughs) this is a hundred dollar podcast you guys better chip in i mean i I like how the fact that i can't even call it a hundred dollar podcast i have to do it 99 like it's just like really you guys are a dollar short of a hundred 99 oh a dollar short of a hundred that's what it should be yeah no hundred dollar podcast So getting back to Gideon, finding the Kickstarter site. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh. they, they emailed it to me, so it was so, pretty easy to find. But uh, did did you get like a super secret double probationary email? I didn't no. get this email. I got the email. What are you talking about? Everybody got the email. You just have to check your email. God damn it! That's <laughs> what happened, Aaron. But, I uh, hate email these days, so I don't. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I think. Uh, How do you like the, your character? Oh, well, it's it's what I put in there, so I like it a lot. <laughs> word for word. Yep. <laughs> I have a point of order. Because that's did, not what that was the first thing I put in, but I didn't hit submit. <laughs> you left it hanging. I left it hanging, and then oh. I changed it later. Then hit submit. But apparently Catalyst and the CIA are, like, joined at the hip. They're like, nah, he really meant the first, like, novella that he wrote. 
and that everyone told him don't do that because they're only accepting like eight to twelve characters. It's like, oh, don't I better them. change that then. Oh, you should have gone with it. My page and a half went in just fine and it disappeared. Everybody's disappeared. All all yeah. notes disappeared. You know what I also don't like is the fact that my name starts with two A's. So I'm at the front of the entire page. Hey, Aaron. <laughs> There's like six guys that beat me out, but uh, Aaron Anderson, MacWire. But uh, yep. Well, but that's the problem. Is there's like a handful of warriors, but there's no shortage of star colonels, majors, generals. It's <laughs> true. I mean, that I, I found star the department Camp. head of MI5. Like everybody's in there, what and, and if you're the person do. who put it in, that's cool. But if, that's a lot. Should, that's a big ask. If if I was writing that, in all honesty, I would I would just write a hundred names and then wrote all died this morning. <laughs> just you, wait a minute. You, we, you stole that, that from Blaine. I have been Blaine to do that for you for a while now. I I have been talking with Blaine, and I I, I just said Blaine, you know you're gonna bulldoze these people into a shallow grave. We, <laughs> we talked to uh, to some catalyst people. Were like, hey, you could wipe out easily like 150 names. If you just made Wolfnet like a legitimate <laughs> unit, <laughs> be done. I, I Here, said all I, these ways, all I these ways to, you should sign in with it. I I need. I, I told Blaine I would be happy being a footnote, like a literal footnote, where it's just footnote one end of page, and it says Professor Tex Intersphere War Studies, and the parentheses drunk asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Was. Was removed for uh, showing up to work intoxicated. Showing up to work turbo intoxicated, which we didn't believe was a thing. Well, it's better than what I'm probably going to end up being is a radio talk show host or like a like reporter. a news that, reporter, that, reporter that like morning news guy in the dropship port where it's just like the weather guy. That's what I'm going to end up being. That's probably what will happen. Actually, I I always imagined you being that reporter on Starship Troopers. Uh, oh. He gets eaten alive, and... <laughs> live in the field, and, and just some mech's foot just crushes me. Yeah. coming to you live from the field. I oh god! <laughs> the last look is <laughs> one to no more intensified. <laughs> Uh, yeah, probably. We'll see what kind of evil evil doings Catalyst has for me. So, but no, hey, for all those who don't know, uh, you can go to the Catalyst website and type your name in, and voila, your whole bio is there, which is super cool. If you really want to take take a look, that first page has Aaron's on it. It's if if you're you just want to find out the famous people in BattleTech. Right here, first page. You don't even need to scroll or anything. Just scroll down. Done. But but if you're not on there, don't freak out because th that was an initial poll. They haven't pulled everybody yet, so they haven't done everyone. Not Just everyone's the in important there. people. <laughs> That's why Aaron's on the first page. And nobody else is because they had no, no other room. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but it it is it is really cool because I just ended up. It was a good half hour waste of my time because I just started typing in like 
random first names like Ryan and Mark and Dylan and stuff like that and just see what people put in. That's not cool. I'm on there three times. You're not in there at all. I'm on three times right now. I just searched oh, my name. Then I had they updated before. it. Yeah, I'm in three times. I was like, oh, poor Andrew. <laughs> How are you on there three times? Special. Educated. Jeez. Paid somebody. He paid somebody. <laughs> you got some upgrades. <gasps> are you cloned? Three times. Three times. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, if you go to Cattle's website, you can definitely look up your name. It's really cool and fun and interesting. Look up your friends, see what they wrote. For all of those who were like, hey, let's go in on our own mercenary group, and then you had like that one guy that didn't, you can definitely check, see if he didn't. Like, I don't feel comfortable. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm going to go with the safe route. Fed sons, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Anybody concerned about how the Kickstarter is going to turn out with uh, the coronavirus for our uh, supplier of mechs? Look, this game has endured bad mistakes, bad management, bullshit, crazy, Curita, Capellans. A little flu virus is not going to stop us. I will play Battletech if I have to make my own fucking minis out of toothpaste tubes. <laughs> we are going to do this. We're going to get through this. God bless, well, mercenaries and money. But look, he, I, I have no fear that we'll figure this shit out. We live in an age of 3D printing and artificial limbs. Come on, this is awesome cyberpunk future. We can get through this. A little bit of a, oh, someone sneezed and someone said, we'll make it. We will make it. If we have I'm to steal minis from 40K and then use them, we will do it. I'm not going to lie. I really want Tommy, myself, and uh, Matt to recreate that meme that was up on WolfNet about me opening up the box. Because they all ordered Wave 2 stuff, so they're not going to get theirs till like, November. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but but they're going to be in hazmat suits, and I'm going to be like, yeah, Corona, give it to me. <laughs> yes, but see, look at it. If you're the first guy to get that, that means you automatically win any tournament because you'd be like, oh, give me the tournament. Why? Or I'll show up. I just I just want to be the first person in Iowa to get Corona. Jesus. Be the most interesting I'll give you some Corona. Some I'll some corona. give you some Corona. There's some Corona in the liquor store. <laughs> yeah. Yo, believe me, I drank enough Everclear in my life that a beer is not going to kill me. <laughs> If I could survive Iraq, I'm pretty sure I could survive whatever this crap is coming down the what line. Did, what did I hear? There's a meme out there or, or something. This is Corona the beer uh, uh, is willing to pay $15 million to uh, change the licensing of the coronavirus to the Bud Light virus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, that needs to be a commercial. I don't care how distasteful it is. Make that be a commercial. <laughs> we could do that. But no, I'm really looking forward to it because April's coming real soon. I'm not getting my hopes up, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be June before I get it. Now nah, it's going to push back to wave two. Don't you say that. <laughs> never say never. But 
I'm really looking. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. You're talking to the guy does, who doesn't listen to any lore and only likes Karita and Clan Jade Falcon. Hey, you didn't say Capellan, so we're cool. Sweet. <laughs> I, I want that new Marauder in my hands so bad. So bad. We'll make it out of wood. Don't worry, bud. We'll make it out of wood. Yeah. It's that salt shaker on the map. <laughs> Back in my day, all the mechs were made out of logs. <laughs> All right, hey, Matt, what do you got for us? Along with the other updates, uh, Tommy's been working some 8K lists for uh, Classic with C3. C3. All right, C3. Now, this does that become an issue when you're adding up battle value? All right, battle value. 8K. Let's, let's, okay. It is 8K Classic. We're not talking Alpha Strike. 2.0. I uh, I talked to a guy last the other day, saying that his buddy might have gone with BV 1.0. Poor guy. Oh well. 2.0 BV 8K. When you're dealing with C cubed, thank you Gideon for giving me the heads up on that one. If I get a rain on your parade, man, any day, <laughs> I'm here for you. It worked good because. All right, so C cubed, there is a five percent. There's a five percent penalty or addition to any mechs that are in the network of C cubed. So you have four mechs, they all have C cubed. So let's say the four mechs equal to a total of eight thousand BV. You gotta take five percent of the total BV. Of all mechs in that network, so that would be five percent of eighty-eight thousand will be four hundred. Four hundred, and then you have to add four hundred to each mech. Yeah, so, that's how that works out. I thought it was five yep. percent of each mech. That's what but, I thought. No, it's five five percent of the total BV. To each, each mech that has cubed. Damn. Yeah, and I was wondering Solid why. Solid rain on the parade. Up my... Okay, and another thing. All right, so here's another thing. If you're running C cubed, which I like C cubed because, yes, I like Karita. Woohoo. And so I was going to run C cubed in 8K, and everybody's like, well, all I have to do is throw every single mech with ECM and it'll stop it. Not technically. So C regular C cubed will, will be stopped by ECM. C3I will be stopped by ECM. C3 boosted is not stopped by ECM. You have to have Angel ECM to stop C3 boosted. But you also have to remember the 5% rule with classic. Alpha strike. C3 is already included into the PV. Built in. Yep. Built in. Um, same rules apply for ECM and uh, Angel ECM for C3 and C3 boosted networks. Poll question. Who calls it C3 and who calls it C cubed? I'd do both. I just whatever both. rolls off the tongue. Okay. Because I've never heard it. Until I met you two, I've never heard it called C cubed. Oh, I, I think I that's like, from 
the must be a Sioux County, Lyon County kind of thing. <laughs> well, I think it's I think it's from the uh, the collectible card game. I think it was denoted as C to the power of three on Correct. there. So I think that's where it got. That's where C from. cube came from. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense either way. It's just I always called it C three, and then Tommy's like, "I got some C cubed." I'm like, "What the? F- I know I've been out of the game for a while, but what the hell, is C cubed?" Like, it was and then he just described it. And I was like, "Oh, you mean C 3 He's like, "No, I mean C three cube." Now you got me confused. Don't take much. Ooh, I'll put that up as a poll question tomorrow. That's so good. Who calls it C cubed, and who calls it C three? So we had some uh, testing going on recently with eight K Classic and uh, Alpha Strike three fifty. What do you want to talk about first? I'll talk about 8K. <laughs> Matt, you don't care if I talk about the ultimate 8K? You go ahead and talk about cheese, whatever it is. All right. Well, because that will issue into a whole other discussion of like a major topic. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll upset Andrew because it's part of his uh, peeves. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the peeves. It's the peeves. It'll be okay. Um, let's let's go with um. Should we relive uh the the three fifty time change? Now? We'll start with three fifty time change. Three fifty time change. Okay. It was well the three fifty. Uh, okay, three fifty time. Hey, no, I know what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna announce. Andrew, can we announce? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, okay. So secret time, ladies and gentlemen. We have been in uh, contact with Catalyst, and this year at Gen Con, we are we have gotten the go ahead to have a Catalyst um, sponsored Catalyst sponsored Alpha Strike Grand Championship. Yay! So the sixteen person four round uh, tournament will be. On Saturday, I believe. I believe it'll be Saturday morning, yes. And the name, Alpha Strike Grand Championship, has been approved. It is following our 350-point tournament format rules. This is huge. (laughs) Um, We have been going back and forth on whether we're going to run it by ourselves or open it up to Catalyst and let them... I mean, and and have us go underneath their umbrella, and we, they said, go for it, guys. They said, anything that we can bring more players in, uh, make a better experience for. We want to be a part of it with you guys. I mean, we we've garnered a relationship with them with the cadet game. They know us. They know our ability to run a tournament, and they and trusted fun. us to do this. And. I can't tell you how huge this is for us because this is awesome. Way uh, to go, we, guys. That's really cool. Yeah, we've yeah. spent a year plus on developing well, these rules. Not two. It's not two. At least a year mm-hmm. and a half, maybe. Um one, I wanna ha- I wanna send a huge shout out to all the playtesters. I mean, the Wolfnut Radio Podcast Facebook group slash Discord group uh, has been phenomenal on 
giving us ideas, giving us, you know, play testing everything out. It's been awesome. I think we've got it down to pretty much a very workable tournament format, which I don't know if they would have given us the, the, the go ahead if we didn't have that data backed up. Shout out to Indiana for running that too. For testing. Yeah. 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 In, Indiana, Indiana Alpha Indiana. group. You guys are awesome. Um, Joe, Joe, gotta mention Joe. He's he's a diamond shark. We don't hold that against him. Yeah, everybody's got a flavor. I mean, we do, we do, but just not to us. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> fine with them. They do good merchant <laughs> shit, and uh, that's respectable. But um, no, it's uh, of course the sea fox now. And to give you guys a little heads up into the into the depths, you know, it's called the Grand Championships because it's a Gen Con. It's the granddaddy tournament of them all. Tier one. Um, we're starting out small because we want to make sure this thing works. Like we could just open it up and I'm, I guarantee we'd have 48 players and we'd all freak out because we wouldn't be able to do that. So it's 16 players. If you guys are going to Gen Con, make sure, make sure to put that a number one on your list for, uh, for me. a ticket in there. But um, I, I feel like this is going to have a lot larger repercussions past Gen Con. Um, we feel like it's a solid Battletech tournament format to get Battletech into a competitive gaming uh, community. International. And yeah, we're excited. Super excited. So year three, the 350 box set. <laughs> oh! Oh! No! Andrew's you know what you do? You know what you do? You take, you take the winning list of the Grand Championship and you just make that as like a pre-made, like, here you go, boys. There's a winning list. Sell it. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, that would be awesome. You can run a 350 list with the box set right now. I think Andrew's done some testing on that. Yes, you can. You've had a 350 list with the did Andrew freeze choking himself or no, he's, he's thinking. Oh, while choking I'm himself. I'm trying to find the C3. Piece. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Tech> ops. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> so anyway, uh, um, if you, if you don't get a ticket, be sure. And if you're at Gen Con, be sure to stop by Saturday afternoon. I think is when we're holding it. Um, I think it starts at one. If we get that time slot, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but uh, be sure to check it out. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be so awesome. Some, some fun, objective-based yeah. playing. Yep. Yep. Uh, I totally forgot what the question was. It's all right. I I, I forget all. We changed <laughs> the time limits. We're we're still. Oh, uh, we changed the time limits from. Normally, it was a, a seventy-five minute game, and then we tried out ninety minutes. And then we figured for the time block that we needed, which actually should work out great for any tournament format, it's 80 minutes. You have so if you have a two-hour time block for um, one round, which isn't bad, you have 15 minutes set up, 80 uh, minutes of uh, one match, not a right, round for match. one round. Well, whatever. Anyway, be careful of your terminology there. Potatoes, Let's go potatoes. Ahead and- Let's go ahead and finish that up. Finished. The prizes are going to be awesome. 
Yes, there's... Don't um, promise anything. We don't have anything. I'm promising we, the world. <laughs> we don't promise anything right now. You guys get a t-shirt. <laughs> it's all you get. We're not, we're not having t-shirts. Well, boo fucking who? Right, you, can along. Have, you can have Aaron's t-shirt. You can Whatever have my t-shirt. Wearing. Whatever yeah, he'll, t-shirt he'll I'm give, wearing. He'll give day. you the shirt off you his can. back. The there you go. If, if you're like at Gen Con, you will be able to witness firsthand a bondsman bet, which will be fun with our own t-shirts of saying, who lost at Battletech between Minnesota and Iowa? Yeah, you can get your picture taken with a bondsman. <gasps> That's right. It'll be fun. That will be fun. Uh, and we will be having a party. Party. Um, oh, will there be punch and pie? Thursday night, I believe. At Coaches. Conveniently at Coaches. My favorite bar in Indianapolis. So, yeah, they know still, me. We're, we're still good. trying to line up that 8K and 350 game. Yeah. So we've been testing some of that and having fun. And Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Tommy. Oh man. Oh man. I've been out for a month of work from this back surgery. And it seems like all I've been testing on Mega Mac is 8K. Straight across the board. Easily 10 to 20 matches a day. Good wow. lord, man. It's a lot. You should start painting. Andrew, send your shit to Tommy. <laughs> He's got no, time on his Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. You want to look like crap? <laughs> Send it to me. It, yeah, that, that'd be easy. He'll base um, code. He'll base code it. All right. So I have found. Don't. The, don't. All right. Fine. Don't. Fine. Moving along, not to tell secrets. Um, because I want to see Marv's face. <laughs> Marv's face. I want to see the surprise Marv, on Marv's face. Marv, Marv. You want to see see Marv's face? I do. I want. I want the surprise. Who are you going against in this? On the eight we day? all go against everyone. It's a, it's a round robin. Fine, I won't say anything. Don't say anything. All right. So, who's got a favorite quad Mac? Mine is the Goliath. I like quad Max. I'm starting to get back into it. Gideon, you've always liked quad Max. So, let's hear from you next. Oof. Um. Well, there's the stocking spider. That's pretty <laughs> solid. It and uh, yeah, and the tarantula. Yeah, yeah, those are the ones. Like, I don't know why I like quads, but well, it's because I don't. They don't fall down. Mechs that don't fall down definitely have an advantage. And they, they don't, don't move require, sideways. They don't require a piloting skill to get up. Right. And yes, they can make that one-two movement laterally to rear mm-hmm. or front instead Lateral. of making making that three-position move. Which is very so, helpful, but they can't not torso twist, which is a downfall. Unless they got a turret, which the Goliath does not. Right. Just put that out there. Um, Seth, do you have a favorite quad mech? <clears throat> Man, so uh, I'm not <laughs> up in my quad mechs, but uh, uh, the tarantula always looked pretty cool. But I did just read. Um, one of the some of the recent novels, and what was the I don't remember the name of it. The one that the guy from Hell's Horses used, or not Hell's Horses, Glass the Scorpion. Scorpion, just Scorpion. Yep. Okay. The scorpion. Yeah. 
It's it's oh, it Fire, Fire, Fire Scorpion. Fire Scorpion. Fire Scorpion. There you go. Uh, LB10X, Ultra AC10, bunch of AP. Yes. Like a heavy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, Akuma's playing again cool. for adding a quad mech into that story. Like, just throw yeah. And it was Commander's mech, too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm, it was. That's I cool. like it when I like it when he throws in those rarities, um, because mm-hmm. you know you see all the cookie cutter stuff, but occasionally you see like, <laughs> hey, it's still a gem. I, there's good stuff in there in its own in its own position and its own. Um, you put it in the right situation with terrain. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless you throw an urban mech two C in there. <laughs> <laughs> it can still sweep the street if it needs to. Then, then holy shit! <laughs> yeah, put it on open ground on a hill. You, you will suffer the wrath of Blaine Lee Pardo. <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't get to choose what you get to ride in. You just take uh, what's left on the ship. Just a heads, just a forewarning. Don't, don't fuck with Blaine. <laughs> just, <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> He's got that snarky temper that will The man is retired, and all he does is spends his time on Facebook. He's got nothing, so, to, he's got nothing to lose now. He, he will burn your shit down if you question <laughs> him. <laughs> uh, love you, Blaine. You know, the, what was it? The, the last Gen Con we went to, he brought his, brought his grandson, right? And yes, we had... Um, I remember Good time. seeing them uh, along the, the game tables and he come walking up with his grandson and we were checking some stuff out. And I think it was at, um, I think it was at the, the blood name and you know, everybody was like hovered over the table, looking at the record sheets, looking at the miniatures, like, Oh, what do I want to take it. Uh, and he comes walking up with his grandson and it like, like the waves of people parted. When he like looked at him with like that prison look of like I'll kill you and I stand like oh get away get away and we just kind of moved aside look at the max it was pretty good are are you saying that are you saying that Blaine is the Moses of Gen Con yeah he's one there's a couple there's at least a group of five or six of them authors that walk through and you know people just like make way it is make way. I'm going to go with it's the remnant drone for me. Uh, Just because I've discovered drones. Droner. And like it's a bad choice, but it still looks so cool. The picture and the model both look really cool. I really like that. Now, I, you know, but I was going to go the Ares, but it's not a quad mech. It's a, a tripod. tripod. So I didn't know if that was valid, but the remnant drone would be mine. Anybody else? Tommy. Tommy's got an obscure quad mech. I got a stalking spider. (gasps) Stalking spider? Yes, you do. Oh, I thought you were going to go with the tortoise battle armor. That's kind of... Really not a mech, I guess. Oh, sorry. Shut your mouth. Edit. It, it has thing. wheels. It, it's not a quad. It has wheels. Shut your mouth. Okay, sorry. Oh, Never that's mind. A hard, 
That's a hard shut your confidential mouth. <laughs> his camera's off, and his wife is in the room, so he's not listening anyway. He, he doesn't <laughs> listen to the show. <laughs> he doesn't listen to the show. He totally <laughs> be. You'd, you'd be surprised. Oh, <laughs> Jack, there it is. Why? Why is the camera covered? Because it's fun go time. To bed here in a minute. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> let's let's see how long it takes his wife to go to bed. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm take a shower. I'm done. <laughs> he just you just took a shower, man. Come on. You got a quad Mac, Andrew? Uh, no. text. Do you have a favorite what? quad Mac? I don't, but I want to remind you of something. Mm. For the price of Goliath, you could buy a six-pack of Urban Mix. <laughs> now, I hate to bring out the Urban Mech math here, but like one, beating the shit out of people with a centipede of Urban Max is one hilarious <laughs> because it's like watching a peewee hockey team wade into battle. But two, when you do it, you can tip your top hat and say, sir, thank you for the game. You lose, and I will take your model. And before he says anything, you eat that thing because no one's going to dig through shit for a quad man. <laughs> this I just, is called asymmetrical warfare, gentlemen. This is perfect. I want somebody to make problem. a... I'm sorry. I want somebody to make a leopard-class dropship and cut out the middle and just put a six-pack with urban <laughs> Yeah. No, that's the idea. Is You come in and, and they're like, Oh, he's sending Urban Max. My God, there's so... M- oh, no! <laughs> the you know balls that? on that man. <laughs> so I, I took a quick look, and... Um, For PV. I, I got, I got another, uh, a, uh, another inclusion into the quads. Before we get to that, if anybody makes koozies for a six-pack, I want to see Urban Max <gasps> on a six-pack of koozies. Yeah. That's such a good idea. Six pack of Urban Patent pending. I got a six pack Patent. of Urbies. <laughs> I, I happen to know a mech salesman, but he's kind of sketchy. Kind of sketchy. <laughs> Damn it. That's, our, a good, our, that's a good call, Matt. That's a good call. So here's here's one out for you, Aaron. Uh-oh. Called a lich. Oh, I'm sorry. Not the remnant. The lich. <laughs> <laughs> Has Angel ECM. Yep. Yep. Battle Hard Gel 2. Ooh. Repair. That uh, was the eight, one I was thinking of. <laughs> Ace 2 and oh, oh. What else does it have? Oh. All kinds of goodness. It's like 330. 333. 333. Sorry. OV1. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of. The Lich. Not the Remnant. The Lich. The Lich. Big difference there. Hey, it's a big Nick, difference. Aaron, yes. Aaron, I want to ask you this one. And 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 three fifty. Is your is your command mech an omni? No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, so it one is of, not. One of our three fifty tests. It was just like I'm going to put this on there. Oh shit! Well, no, I'm not. We'll get we'll get to that later. Well, maybe not. Right, we'll see. Uh, Andrew, favorite quad mech? Don't have one. <sighs> Great turtle. Make one up. <laughs> Don't make him. Oh, if you one. could make a quad mech, Andrew, what would it be? Wouldn't make one. 
That's that's munchy. You can do that. That's right. munchy. <laughs> for the low, low price of four urban man. I'll I'll make one up for him. It is fifty-five tons. It moves at uh five eight five and has a snub nose PPC, and that's it. Snubbies. He's a fan of snubbies. Is it Thunderfox? Actually, his is probably the Grand Tortoise. Grand Tortoise. Oh, Solar <laughs> Great Turtle. He's got to look it up. <laughs> wow. That's a deep big. dive right there. It's big. <laughs> See? I told you we weren't done with the fat jokes. Damn. I know, but he loves me. They're related. We're <laughs> related. Um, so, speaking of like a snubby or like a large pulse laser. What would you think are some OP weapon systems in class? Oh, fuck. Oh, there we go. Here, fuck. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Gun fuck. All right. All right. <laughs> We're going to go there. Here we go. AC 20. Going to go right Guys. Up. Ooh, AC 20. No, AC 20 is fine. That is a legitimate weapon. Absolutely. That's why I love it. Because you're like, here goes the pop gun. And then when you connect, you just look up as the dice land. And you look up at their face and it becomes vacant because they know death. It has kissed them on the cheek. Or you or miss you with at, it three times. Or you look at Matt's sad face when he misses like probably more than three times. You miss with it three times. Exactly. That's oh, that that's so awesome. Three times in a row to be, yeah. to be correct. It's fine. That Victor was dead to me, anyways. So I have I have <laughs> problems with pulse lasers and targeting computers. Not individually. Well, the targeting computer I get right. It's a targeting computer. It's supposed to make you better. Minus one plus three. Pulse lasers somehow give you a minus two to your target to target two hit roll. Right, it makes you a better pilot or a better gunner. Now, anything that makes you a better gunner, I imagine that you're spraying shit all over the place and you're just like laser bolts everywhere. Right? I'm gonna hit you because it's easier to hit you, but I shouldn't be able to hit you with as much power as a, a pulse laser does. This is the one flaw in Battletech weaponry that I can find. It is not fair. It is stupid as shit. And it doesn't make sense. Prove me wrong. I feel like Matt asked that question specifically to get you to go off. Oh, 100%. 100%. Because I will tell you... Um, if it was good at the shop, it's going to be good on the podcast. Like, we're, 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 doing this, we're doing this bet, right? And we set the parameters, and we're going to try to make it as fair as possible. And I fair. went with you know, something I thought would be good, and then Matt brought T-comps and pulse lasers, and <laughs> wasn't even close. It was not even a fight. Yep. I'm yeah, rolling. I'm rolling elevens. He's rolling sevens. We knew it was going to happen. It's a competitive bet. What do you expect? I get that, but what I'm saying is, and I'm going to be total like bitch boy here. It's not fair. 
It's it's not fair. It's just those weapons ruin the game. Well, I don't think it's necessarily the weapons. I think it's the BV for the weapons. If mm-hmm. the B, if, if the TCOM like it was more expensive, right? Okay. Like, like like having a large pulse laser and then LRMs. If you base it off of that, then the BV would be more accurate. But when you have a pulse laser boat and a TCOM, then basically all of your weapons are tied in. You're getting a negative three on every shot. The negative three. Then, then it should the the way the BV should work, right? Should is uh, it should cancel out. It should cost the same as lowering your gunnery by three, maybe slightly less because you can't. You can you can take it out with criticals, you know, but yeah. it should be closer. Yeah. But when like, you can take a when you can take a five four pilot for cheap with a TCOMs and pulses for cheaper than a two four pilot with standard lasers, it the, the math breaks down. And you only have like what five more, range. five more hexes in long range. Yeah, that but is a hundred percent. way better than anything I came up with. Yeah. Yep. What I wanted to do is I wanted to treat pulse lasers like um, ATMs. Like you can, <laughs> well, well, like you can roll, but then you roll on a cluster hit table and see how and many miss. miss, like miss. how many laser bolts actually miss. hit, right? Miss. Yeah. Like if you're gonna get the minus two to hit, you can't deal the full damage that weapon is is able to do. Sort of do like a hag, do like a hag, where it's like like a hag, yes, yeah. yeah. So you're saying like a tag and an LBX would Makes be uh, have a minus two as well? Go ahead. Well, LBX yeah. got minus one, but longer range anyways. Like Seth, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just saying, yeah, like the five-point clusters, like the hag. Right. Like Now, I was proven wrong because I always thought a pulse laser was like a shotgun of lasers. It's just like, it's just yeah, everywhere, it's but it's, it's a steady stream and it just sends a an intense pulse of lasers at one spot. But I mean, you're shooting a moving target. Like, are all those individual lasers going to hit the, the same spot? It shouldn't. It, maybe if that was the case, maybe your heat should spike tremendously higher if it's doing well, more. There's, yeah. There's the other. The heat on pulse lasers are, I mean, not reflective of how good the weapon system is. The pulse laser in itself is just broken. Like, was it, wasn't there an alternative rule where they would do more damage, but you lost the ne- the negative two to hit? Uh, did I dream that up? No, I think there was a version of that, but it got quickly corrected. I don't well, know. What do the X pulse do? X pulses are the same thing. They just oh, cost range. more. No, they hit at longer ranges. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, they hit a longer range, but there's there's still the minus two. Like the minus two is what I don't get. Like that that mind boggles me is that you're making, you, like like Dirk just said, you can take a five gunnery pilot and all of a sudden he's shooting at a three on a yeah. on a pulse laser missile boat or a pulse. Laser yeah, boat. like rifleman two C is like a crap for movement. It's got really good armor and structure, but. The negative two four pulse lasers make it a boat. Yeah. Right. I mean, I would get it if like large pulse lasers shot out to six at long range. Like I get that, but they don't. 
I mean, they, they, 12 or 15. They've got range. Yeah, they go out to 20. Exactly. So, I mean... I mean, my executioner has three of them, so... <laughs> <laughs> but see, and, and, and the conversation transferred over to Alpha Strike, where you don't get... Because you have... Say you take a, a pulse laser missile boat, or a pulse laser boat, it doesn't transfer over to Alpha Strike. You take the rifleman. Take the rifleman. You see, it turns into five, five, five for short, medium, long. Right. Range. Yep. It gives you more damage, but it doesn't. It doesn't improve your chances to hit. That's my only problem with pulse laser. It improves your chances to hit True, for a if, minimal downside. But if you give more chances for damage, then you get more chances to do more damage. It's just that it equates out to be more PV. And that's fine if it does more damage than Alpha Strike. But what I'm saying is it's easier to hit in Classic. It's just easier. I mean, we're, we're talking about a dice game where your, your dice percentages are what makes the game. And if you're taking two off of your two hit, that's huge in a 2d6 game. Three, technically, if you have T-Comp in there. You pair it with T-Comps, and then, yeah, all of a sudden you're like, shit, I got a minus God. three to hit. And and even when you compare that to, they say, like, a, a snubby PPC, I mean, the PPC, the snubby PPC has a great uh, long short range, or the longest PPC short range, range distance. Is it, Andrew? Or short range, yeah, short sorry. Range? Longest short range. It's like right. nine. That's a, that's nine. A, it's a pretty good advantage, but it's not as devastating as the negative two. I mean, it's but the, a pretty good weapon. But also the snub, the medium and long range is like super, like it just drops yeah, off. The, the pulse laser, it's a huge, huge deficit in your modifier for, to hit. Change it. Same <laughs> change it. Or like Dirk says, make make the battle value reflect it. Look, I I'm just saying, if you if you took a bunch of urban max, this could be way easier. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm just saying, I, the I'm urban like, max centipede. Yeah, that is my strategy. <laughs> Sew a bunch of plushies together to get that. Look, I, okay. I, I is just, it a centipede or is it a conga line? Dun, 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 Valid dun, point. Dun, 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 I, dun, yeah, dun, and, and and that's that's what it's about. I mean, be well, cheap. How, how, how high is the bar set? <laughs> very, very low. It's an urban. Very low. And here's not the other thing: if if they're not going to change, if they're not going to change the the ruling, then I mean, you can choose pulse lasers too. Everybody's everybody has the capability of choosing it, except for Andrew. Well, he but, needs a better inner sphere pulse laser. That's, but what I'm what I'm saying in in this situation is yes, everybody can take pulse laser but then it narrows the field of mechs that you pick from in a competitive ak game right it'd be like you, you have a meta of like everybody's taking novacat because you're jump playing the meta and, and yeah, yeah. that's not fun in a competitive game right is it fair i like i think marvin sims would have a good opinion on that kind of stuff because he's played a lot of different games and oh my god yeah, he's he's a he's a guru of games. The day What's we have with... Marv on the show, oh yeah. yeah, can't wait. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> All right, Marv, gauntlet's been laid. I guess. I, I, I tell you what, Aaron, uh, what would you rather have? 
T-Comp and lasers against you or 24 AC2s? Or 50 Urban Mac. Make your choice wisely. Uh, the Urban Macs and the AC2s. Because then at least with the AC2s, at least I know you earned those natural crits. But is he you rolling them individually? I might have a peeve from child from uh, high school of being hit with indirect fire repeatedly. Repeatedly. <laughs> Till I was like a smoldering scrap. Uh, getting, that had to be Luke. He had a really good job it's, of of using indirect fire. It's just that whole it gets to be that whole munchkin, like Andrew said, when you're when you're running against T comps and pulse lasers. It's just like how is that possible? How do you have sevens to hit? I moved seven hexes and you have eights to hit. It's 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 just well, one of those where you you know the math. You get it in your head, but in your head it just it should not be that way. It, it and there's another there's another item too with like we talked about earlier with um Inner sphere max of you want to try and utilize that chassis to, you know, utilize it in the correct way or, or an efficient way to try and win the game. You know, like we learned about in, in the M&M game, the Masters and Minions, where um, maneuverability doesn't matter. At least making at least making your 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 plus one movement. And then looking for viable targets can help at an effective medium range. Instead of like moving too far, moving just enough. Sometimes well, you can, sometimes you can get lucky. I like moving one inch in Alpha Strike and getting my full four TMM with jumping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pulse lasers are pretty tough. Well. Guys, um, I'm just gonna say right now because I, I know uh, Tex is got to go. Yeah, I've got work in like four hours. He's, he's an old <laughs> man. And he's, I'm a, I, I keep the hours of a crack whore. And, and yeah, he so. has a he has a day job. Yeah, I know. How, how terrible! <laughs> how terrible! So, Tex, what we like to do is when people leave, we give you a, an opportunity to do a little shout-out. Uh, uh, don't watch my channel. Wanna... Highly overrated. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I, I want to give a shout-out to the Battletech for being an amazing encouragement and for being an absolute block in the stream and refusing to take shit and continuing to propagate and we all Because if this was a 40K get get around they'd be like oh isn't it cool the man had the flamethrower and everyone goes yeah that's cool the guy has the big pauldron and this we're talking about deep mechanics we're talking about deep lore we're talking about eras of the game we've got all of these wonderful fucking layers that come together like bean dip from hell and <laughs> bean I, dip from hell <laughs> yeah and it, it, it's it's weighty and good and it's concrete and it, i'm i'm still wowed by this community secondly uh, if you want to go bother Rob at Gamers Haven in Colorado Springs, bring him a sandwich. Call your local Jimmy John's and tell them to deliver a sandwich for Rob to, to the Gamers Haven. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Rob loves sandwiches. And when I get the hate mail from him, I'll know I have succeeded. <laughs> As will we. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us tonight, Tex. Of course. Of course. Great. Thanks, Tex. Indeed. And, and I apologize I do have to dip out, but unfortunately, duty call. And, and here's something. If you want us to come by your show, let us know anytime. Sure. Um, I, I would have to have a good enough show for people to visit. It's a bit of a mess. <laughs> True. It, it is a shit show. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Later, guys. It's been an yep. honor. Thank, Thank you. Guys. Night, Thanks. 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 Night, night. 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 All right, guys. What do you think? We're going on two and a half hours. <laughs> we could go a whole another episode on T Comp and Lit. Yes, we could, but I don't think we should. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's been a topic for 30 years. And it's not going to go away. Shout out to Call Tonight. Yeah, I think so. Oh, apologies, though, for not doing a. Uh, actually, no. I'm not gonna say that. I'll I'll sneak uh, I'll sneak uh, history and BattleTech uh, in here somewhere. Ooh, thank you. If oh, this will be the forward. If history and BattleTech suddenly like just cut out a conversation, you now know why. <laughs> <laughs> and from last month. And from last month. <laughs> But we're working to double up this month and get another one in. We're trying. <laughs> um, uh, shout out to the guys on Tuesday nights that play Mega Mech with us. The regiment. Oh man, you beat me to it. I was going to. Uh, I was going to do a. I don't even know a pentathlon shout out. Uh, to Rookie Kaji Eden, Volstag, Hassan Fang, Mad Drop, Brute, Phoenix, and Sharn, because they're all over there playing the Tuesday night fights. Because even though we couldn't. Oh, shit, they're on right now? They, they oh, yeah, are they're on right now. They're on Discord they, right now. They invited us, and we said we appreciate the invite, but we're going to record instead. Fuck Brute. And his goddamn elementals. You still, you still get my shout out, man. You opened up that night wolf like a beer (laughs) and then the rest of us tried to get away from it. That was so bad. Seth, got any shout outs? Yeah, I'll go ahead and give the shout out to Third Battalion, Um, the Go Getters, -getters! or. Between Kaji and I, uh, the aggressively enterprising people, uh, well, we were looking for synonyms for go-getters. So, uh, did you guys off. actually like land on that name? Are you the go-getters? Like, well, so we kind of took it, and we were like, we he put it up there for like a day in the spreadsheet for the regiment, but then we ended up, um, we ended up because we had already been doing like. Um, kind of like myths, you know, like being like hell company where the hellhounds. Oh yeah. You guys got the old mythology thing going on. Yeah. We're going the whole, so we kind of did like, you guys are nothing but a bunch of spirit cats over there. That's right. That's right. (laughs) We went with the, uh, the ardent mythos, which was kind of a combination of the one ardent mythos, mythos. which was kind of the ardent being the part of the go-getters. So Mm. yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, 
Once I get a free week or a free couple of hours, I'm actually going to like make the Wolfnet Regiment um, banner supplement page or supplement book where it's going to be like the old Wolf's Dragoons uh, supplement yes. book and it's going to have like all the pilots and their and their little backstory and stuff like that. It's going to be really cool. So I'm looking forward to doing that, but uh, free Print time is... Free time is a bitch these days, so. The Ardent Mythos. I like that. It's got a ring to it. Thanks. I'll throw a shout out. Um, Ray Arista and I this morning were given some advice tips on where to find some good things after you get the box set. So kudos to the community for uh, sharing tips with our neighbors of where to get stuff. I mean, there were, there were several advertisements of miniatures and books and uh, rule books. Um, there's plenty of things out there. If you're looking for anything to start on or however deep you want to go down the rabbit hole, miniatures, painting, crafts, terrain, anything you can think of lore novels. <clears throat> if you can, if you can imagine something to get into Battletech, you can find it. You just have to look hard enough or just ask somebody. There's plenty of people out there to share their experiences and direction on where to go. Um, I had a teaching in the community a little bit. Um, Kenny and I uh, at a local game store had a, a fun game of Alpha Strike, his first, um, with his new box set. He took an awesome catapult. Thunderbolt Dervish, and you know, ninety-minute game, and he beat the crap out of me, and I was actually happy to lose because he learned a lot, fundamentals, and just had fun shooting me to pieces, which was fine because it was a it was a casual game, and it was worth the time to take with you know, <clears throat> teenager to get him started. Tommy Andrew. Shout outs. Oh, I'll, I'll shout out to the bean dip from hell. <laughs> <laughs> My, I, I took yours, Dirks. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. I jumped all over that one, so I forgot that you said it. <laughs> so then, Andrew, did you have shout outs? Um, my shout out is to um, Kaji. He, uh, has done a phenomenal job with the regiment and keeping all of the things going um, from the bottom of our hearts. We really appreciate that. Um, we're having the success that we're having with that group because of him. So yes, definitely. Um, thank you. Yeah. He's awesome. Thanks Kaji. Thanks Kaji. Thanks Kaji. Uh, my shout out goes to Tex. Thank you for being on the show tonight. Seth, I'm super looking forward to what you got coming our way. Um, I can't tell you how awesome I am, first of all, of the name of the Wolfnet Wire. <laughs> and two, uh, what you're going to be uh, uh, bringing all of our fans and listeners um, in the future. I think it's it's such a huge thing to give more content. Like, that's the one thing everyone's been asking for is just more and more and more and more and you know it's 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 gonna be awesome 
Um, I appreciate it, the opportunity. So. Oh, it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so good. Um, I want to give a huge shout out. You know, I haven't shouted out Dirks for doing this freaking lore stuff because it is awesome stuff, guys. I know, and everyone's like, I can't wait to hear this month in BattleTech history. That is. One of the things that everyone looks forward to in the podcast, like originally he started out like that's all he was going to do. And then we just kept dragging him onto the show every time. <laughs> so, so now he's just a permanent mainstay and it's great. It's, it's awesome. Thanks, um, man. I think those are my shout outs. If I can do just one little request, um, text forwarded, I believe text, did um a, a, a podcast site um because we look at Podbean primarily but the the podcast gets like disseminated out to lots of other websites um like this one has uh, 80 plays on it so if you're in the facebook group and you don't get your wolf net from Podbean, if you could just like throw on there under this episode listed on the facebook page maybe where you do consume Wolfnet radio podcast that so then we know what's all going on out there because it seems like uh, the downloads don't change but man we got a lot of people who uh, are coming and joining the group and everything so just uh, I'm just curious if we're if we're getting more more plays out there than we're aware of oh yeah um, apparently we're on iTunes as well or not iTunes but iHeartRadio yes so if you're an iHeartRadio guy, uh, you can just type in Wolfnet Radio, and we're there. So I don't know how that happened, <laughs> but it happened. So yay for us. But yeah, if you uh, if you could put it up on the Facebook page, like where your primary downloads, like I have the statistics, and I can see where like a majority of the downloads come from. But uh, you guys have made it known that uh, we're doing things right and hopefully uh, believe me send us all of the criticism all of the compliments everything we're trying to make this better every single month so whatever you guys want to hear i know we didn't put out our hey we're recording what what questions do you have but we had two very distinguished guests on tonight so we weren't going to be able to get the questions so we will do that next uh next uh recording but um yeah, please send us all the information you can. Andrew's actually reading the email now, I think. Yeah. <laughs> As he strokes his beard. So, uh, yeah, a lot of lot of good things uh, coming forward with Wolfnet Radio Podcast. So be on the lookout. Um, I think that's it. Where do they get the information from, Matt? If you got any questions, concerns, you can contact us at uh, WNRP at WolfStragoons.com or meet us on our Facebook page or join the regiment. We've got lots of places and slots to fill you in with. Regiments. Regiments. Plural. <laughs> so have a great evening and a pleasant tomorrow. We appreciate your time and listening. Come on, Seth. Come on, come on. Come on, Andrew. Wolf. Yeah. Three, two, one.
You are listening to Wolf Radio. No. <laughs> Fuck, I'm leaving it. I, I tell you what. Check I tell two. you what. Uh, if you want, I'll do the intro. <laughs> but you don't oh, no. Me. He has a whole paragraph written. Oh, no. No. Fuck that. He can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've been watching him. He's been writing meticulously the whole time. He's like, I'm, I'm going to assassinate all these motherfuckers. <laughs> this is a roast. Uh, we'll put that at the end. <laughs> And <laughs> just make sure you put in the fuck me. Of I, well, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, take two.